0: Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time,
2: get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From
0: Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is
2: a harsh lesson in business.
0: Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names
2: together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
0: These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their
2: veins. Mackie and Shot on Score North and scorenorth.com our music stop
0: i think our music stopped but that's okay we don't need music we're here to let's cut cut the music as they would say in wrestling we'll do it live let's do it live screw it we'll do it live movie reviews with mackie and judd we appreciate all of you who have found the brand new movie reviews with mackie and judd podcast feed on apple spotify or the score north app if you could give us a five-star rating and a positive review You can help us grow the movie review brand here uh, as we go forward. So this all started off three years ago with Action Movie Rewind, and then we've expanded the franchise into rom-coms and sports movies. But we're going back to our roots here today, gentlemen, back to action movies for the 2018 blockbuster. Or it was a blockbuster, but it didn't quite live up to what everyone had hoped. Skyscraper. skyscraper so without further ado here is the summary of skyscraper will sawyer is a former fbi agent and u.s war veteran who now assesses security for skyscrapers while he's on assignment in china the world's tallest and safest building catches on fire and will gets framed for it now, a wanted man, and on the run, he must find those responsible, clear his name, and somehow rescue his family members when they become trapped inside the inferno. 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. So not a not a great response from the critics. Nope. The, critic, the critics' consensus says, Well cast, yet derivative. Skyscraper isn't exactly a towering action thriller feat but it's solidly constructed enough to stand among the genre's more mildly diverting features. A $125 million budget turned into $305 million at the box office. They wanted more. This movie stars The Rock and Nev Campbell. And I think some of the, some of the Asian stars in this movie are widely known outside the United States. Gotcha. Uh, one production note worth discussing here before we get to statements and the rankings. This film received very mixed reviews from critics who praised The Rock Dwayne Johnson's performance and the film's suspenseful scenes, but criticized the story as cliched and too similar to The Towering Inferno, which was a huge blockbuster back in 1974 with Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, right? Yep. Oh, everybody. O.J.
1: Simpson's in it.
0: Yep, yep. Everyone and uh, and, and also Die Hard from 1988. So they basically yeah. said this is great but it but everything about it is a combination of Die Hard and The Towering Inferno. Mm-hmm. So is that a valid criticism? Oh,
1: yes, especially since the end scene where where the, the bad guy falls yeah. off the building is is it's the is, same thing. Is yeah. an ode to Die Hard.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is and and I don't know. Dex, have you seen The Towering Inferno? I've seen parts of it. My mom probably the biggest crush she had on any actor in the world was paul newman uh like yeah. a lot of other oh, women yeah. in that time My mom um, Paul Newman. Uh, yeah. so i've seen bits and pieces i've never actually i don't think i've seen it start to finish but i, I know the premise and I, it I had an
1: it. intermission
0: yeah
2: it, it, it was
1: so long it has an intermission so you could go to the bathroom halfway through it
0: yeah but that but yeah it's it's basically about an indestructible big building yeah. right yep. and and there's a fire, but don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. Yes. And then, you know, Die Hard, where you're you're stuck trying to be a hero and and you're trying to take down terrorists with kind of a weird motive. Like, w- wouldn't there be an easier way to maybe get some money than to do this? Right. But, um, that was the biggest criticism. And even, like, the branding and the movie poster and stuff is kind of, it's like, just like Bruce Willis is in the yeah. white, yes. wife beater, and he gets, like, an above <laughs> shot. The Rock is, like, hanging on. So that was kind of the criticism. All right, let's start with uh, Judd here. We'll go around the room and we'll issue statements about Skyscraper. Lead us off, Judd.
1: All right, my first statement plays off what you brought up, but the critics actually missed some of the odes that this film did. Mm -hmm. So this film is an ode to definitely Towering Inferno, Die Hard, Commando, the daughter, that's the Commando storyline with Mm -hmm. Alyssa Milano- and The Rock definitely has, in my opinion, he plays a couple of characters that we've seen before—Schwarzenegger characters—and my guy, Steven Seagal.
0: Hmm, I needed to go deeper on the Seagal angle. I don't know. I don't know if I see the connection there.
1: The beating up people beyond belief at times. The but unbelievable. He gets, gets worse.
0: Seagal never gets like never. No one ever gets the best of Seagull in any of those movies. The Rock but, is like on the comeback trail okay. the whole time.
1: So the start, the start of the film where they, and by the way, marvelous job of pace of film. They don't waste any time here. I, I actually like appreciated a that mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, the start of the film where, where the Rock is the negotiator and they go in and he thinks he's got the guy, you know, just put the kid down and, and, and he blows the house up. <laughs> is is very similar to the start of hard to kill i got you there yep the i get that got, and then he's in you know now he's in a coma and they show it but my point is this film and and you know what
2: i bought in yeah
1: like i just decided yeah it's sort of stupid i'm just gonna buy it yeah
2: yeah the, the the plot i think i wrote down verbatim at the end of this movie at the end of the day this plot doesn't matter in the slightest and that's totally okay Yep. Like that, it, it's just it's totally okay that that's the case. I love that. <laughs> all
0: right, is that your? Let's go into Declan. Whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let th-
2: th- Let's go in the plot here. I have another one too that I wanted to, that I was going to use. I think first, but I'll save it to the next round. I, I love this plot. Makes no sense. Like it. it, it, it all of a sudden. <laughs> right. I this I, I have a lot of sub. Yeah. I have a lot of subplots off this point, but okay. Yeah. So he's an he's an army guy. He gets his leg blown up. He's an amputee. He fell in love with the surgeon. By the way, that's just. There's no backstory there. Just yep, they're together, and they now have two kids ten years later. Um, he's a contractor guy for for these skyscrapers, and then he gets this iPad, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. He gets he gets framed for it, but really, he's not really on the run that much. Like I know the I know the people are chasing him, but he's being cheered by all the people that are watching him do all these heroics. By
0: the way, like where are these cameras that they're using too to to follow this. I mean, they, so. Everyone's watching, you know, downtown, whatever, these big screens and stuff. And they've got these close-up shots of him, like, on the side of the building. These are just amazing camera work by whoever yeah. jumped <laughs> into place from these TV stations.
2: From from the character turns to the whole plot, like, it makes no sense. But at the same time, I was totally here for it, like Judd said. I, I actually really enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I did. And it was very, very fun movie.
0: Okay, so we're all kind of, yeah, well, let me just keep the train going here, my, my first statement is a question. It's a rhetorical question. Why would you not just use a reputable security company or a, whatever he's called? I guess he's an assessor, right? Why would you? So they, they said, well, I know why the answer is because he's easy to dupe, right? He's, you can just like take the, that iPad has way too much power. Yeah, one, I, much one power. iPad. One. What happens if you lose it? Like what?
2: Or it breaks.
0: It no. breaks. No. Yeah. But like this is the largest building in the world. It feels like a red flag that you're trying to go on the cheap for because the the line was, hey, you were half the price of the uh like the reputable, credible <laughs> inspection slash- yeah. Yeah, yeah. inspection yeah. Slash- companies. <laughs> right? Yeah. But to Declan's point about the plot or whatever, I actually had to Google the villain. So there's a there's a website it's called a, it's like a villains Wikipedia site like a movie yeah. villains wiki site and I just didn't really understand like why are these terrorists trying to burn this building down at first I thought it was an insurance play or something but uh-uh. like what is the what is the motive here and so they literally list out on the uh, the villains wiki site for and the villain's name is Corez batha yeah right he's like the we'll the guy that. with the like yeah. mustache or whatever <laughs> Yeah. And it says control the pearl skyscraper is his goal by triggering a fire in random places so he can extract millions of dollars in shakedown payments.
1: Oh, that's, so, not r- that's not right.
0: But it is right. He's he wanted he essentially wanted to like he wanted threaten he, the bill the multi billionaire guy into he no he wanted he wanted that list back that the
1: guy had on yes. some type of hard drive. That, like, that's, that's what he wanted because thing. that was going to expose him. He wanted that. And then he said, though, I just want to watch you watch the building burn.
0: Yeah.
2: So, so there was there's try- some ego in there for no, sure. Oh,
1: it was all, yeah. But he wanted that, 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 like, it's yes. like a he I don't set know what the it
2: building is. on fire to get that flash drive. Like the yeah. building on flash fire flash, was yeah. a okay. subplot to just get the actual but flash drive. But then he said, I
1: want to watch, I want there you to, to
2: watch the building burn. a different way to
0: get the flash yes.
2: drive. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it's totally okay.
0: At least in Die Hard. It has nothing to do with the building, right? It's it's like those, yep. guys, those guys were trying to – I can't remember who they were trying to get money from. Was it the U.S. government or something? Or did they – they, like, took over the building to steal money, basically. Yeah. But they were – yes. Yes, Die Hard made a lot more – Die Hard actually tracked – this doesn't track – I think what we're finding here is in some of these movies we're like there's a terrorist on a plane or in a building you never really know what they want or why they want it, it. you matter? just know you just know that like someone needs okay. to save the day right <laughs>
1: so if i if, if i were to tell you guys that i could make this film make sense but minimum it probably goes 210 2 hours plus
0: do you have a plan for how you would make it make more sense?
1: Well, you could have told backstories. You, you, could, have, you could have done things. I'm not saying it makes perfect sense, right. but I'm saying it makes more sense. They clearly chopped a lot of stuff out, and God bless them for it.
0: Yeah. right like what maybe there was a backstory and there clearly was between the terrorist and the billionaire that could have yeah. been flushed out for 10 or 15 minutes to show correct.
2: oh yeah this is correct why. exactly okay okay between the actual film and the zolgad Zack snyder cut if you will i would rather take the short film i'd rather take the short one not this longer one that it's it probably yada might yada, be, yada right yeah, might might be a better movie it might be because the plot would make more sense but at the end of the day i'd rather just appreciate the the you know Hour and forty minute runtime that this has. They, they
0: Seinfelded this movie. They yada yada yadded it. It yes. was okay. So there's a big building, and uh, the big building is going to be inspected by The Rock. <laughs> yada, 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 yes. right. the up, yada, yada yada
2: yada, and a terrorist is going to screw the whole thing up.
0: Yada yada yada, and The Rock has to save the day. Well, yep. why? Okay, <laughs> but like,
1: how does The Rock? You know, I, they they could have done an extra an extra ten mi- minutes alone with nev campbell's character and the rock and like them that. meeting no i agree i'm saying i love the fact they didn't but they but they like left a lot of things just sort of like oh, we'll, yeah we'll we'll address it with but, like a sentence
0: but you know i'm I'm, I'm, trying I'm a to fan when i when i watch die hard even for the 100th time now i feel let's go deep on this for a second i feel more connected to to uh what's his name uh john yeah, mcclain or, yeah right yeah i feel more invested and i don't know if it's because of he maybe he's just like a better actor than the rock or is the is, is they, the story better they told? give you a
1: story though like or they, they, on the or plane they,
0: these ruthless murders ch- killed a couple characters that we already got to know early in the movie like i don't really feel much of a connection to the rock in this movie it's just like oh he's just like a big hulking
1: Right, and he you gets know? blown up, and it's unfortunate. But then he gets blown blown up, and like it's the next scene is ten years later. Like right. with John McClane, he's on the plane talking to what the girl, a teenage Cats girl on or night. something. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it gives you an idea of who he is, like what his thought process, motivation is. The rocket's just like ten years later, two kids and no it. right leg.
0: Yeah, yeah they. Which then on
2: that
0: too. Okay, it. let's go back to okay. Judd here. It's good. That's good. That's okay, good, but, good stuff here. Good stuff.
1: This is a statement, but if somebody can enlighten me, I would love to hear it. A prosthetic leg can't take that much abuse and keep being <laughs> reattached to your body. You mean
0: you probably can't be hanging from the uh, 150th floor well, on the outside? Well, and then when
1: he jams it in to stop that door from closing, and then kisses that?
0: <laughs> like, okay. I think it would okay. go like... that. Here's the best part. So, Again, th- that same prosthetic leg... He uses to jam inside that, whatever that heavy, Huge. like, new door is. But then at some other point in the movie, doesn't he use, like, a hammer to just, like, reposition the foot on that yep. same prosthetic
1: yep. leg? Yes, he just, um. he, he, he <laughs> hammers it out. Oh, my That's God. Like, oh, okay, what?
0: if you are in a position in your life where you have a prosthetic leg and you have to scale the outside of a skyscraper and you have to tie a rope to one of your legs in order to do what you're going to do, Would you maybe not tie that rope to your working leg and not the prosthetic leg? Yes, he tied it to the prosthetic leg, and then like, oh my god, my leg's about to come off, right? I missed that. Yeah, you're right.
1: (laughs) You're right.
2: Oh god, it's so good. Um, so let's let's go back to the beginning of the movie because as you guys saw, there's a Minnesota reference. The first scene, the first scene is a Minnesota reference. Uh, where, where I wrote Ash Lake, Minnesota. Ash Lake, Minnesota. I miss this. I miss this. It, lit it so where that bomb goes off, that first thing it says, Ash Lake, Minnesota. Ash Lake? So that's where that detonator goes. That's where the whole movie oh, that, starts. That's and where it's the guy is. And I'm like, oh, is this movie going to be based in Minnesota? Of course, the Minnesota. Real... Gets... Is a real? It is. It's
0: an unincorporated community. Yes,
2: it's near International Falls. It's near the border. I would much rather prefer a great Minnesota tie into this movie. Like, was The Rock based in Minneapolis, and did he have to drive up there? To do this was because he was FBI uh, or SWAT team. He was SWAT team, you know, uh, military defense. He's one of us. You know, is he he here? I want the Minnesota backstory of Skyscraper because then all of a sudden we're in Hong Kong. We went from Ash Lake, Minnesota, which I, yeah, to Phil's point, it's like not even a real populated city to Hong Kong overnight. I want the Minnesota background of this film.
0: So Ash Lake is, let's see here. It's about 25 miles from International Falls. It's up 53. It's unincorporated. It's in Saint Louis County. Yep. But there is—I'm just zooming in here. There is a business on Ash Lake called Ron's Cabins. Nice.
2: Right.
0: So right. maybe that's, that's cool. maybe that's where this guy was. He was in one that's of Ron's cabins, up. holding a child hostage. I guess. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I totally missed that. So this this movie has a a very key Minnesota tie at the beginning. Yeah. Um, Okay, totally different direction here. But they said this is a 250-story building, and, like, the top 100 floors are all residential, right? They were trying to get the residential from, like, 130 all the way up, 120 floors of residential. I would have zero interest in living on the 200th or 220th floor of any building at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. First of all, that's, like, probably 3,000 feet in the air, like 2,500 The temperature difference is pretty, it, I was looking this up. I said, what is the temperature difference if you're 3,000 feet in the air? It's like a 10-degree difference.
2: yeah. It's, yeah you,
0: you can definitely feel it. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, can you open your windows? Like, the wind, everything? No, I lived on the 15th floor one time no, of a building yeah. downtown, and that was mm-hmm. kind of like, whoa, okay. We're... Yeah, I
2: was on the 6th in my last building. And even then, like, that was max. Like, I'm not going up any higher than that. And I Heights – if it's controlled, I'm okay. Like, like a rooftop view, I'm totally okay with that. I don't like roller coasters, so I don't like any of that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, no chance. And I know those elevators clearly zoom all the way up. So that elevator ride isn't as long as maybe you would think it would be because it's like this awesome technology that gets you from the ground all the way up there, no problem. But, no, I have no interest in, in being in a h- tower that high.
0: But you think about, like, there's a, it's the Prudential Building, I think, in Chicago, or we have, we have Harvard uh, Spios, our friends yeah. at Harvard Chicago. <laughs> And like that building is massive and they have different elevator corridor wings. So if you're and they have, a, there's a couple of buildings, the IDS in Minneapolis, yep. where yep. if you want to go, if you're going from zero to 20, you go over here. If you're going yep. 20 to 40, or maybe you go up one and then you have to get it. Wouldn't you have to transfer like to, to three or four different elevator corridors? Just the sheer amount of people that live in that building. There'd have to sure. be tons of elevator corridors. I would think It'd be a pain in the ass. yeah, you have to run run into like 100 people going down. Yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to get in on the 200th floor, and nope, it stops on 190. Yep,
2: 192.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I don't want to run into Paul and Nancy on 192. Paul. Guy. I think we're back to Judd here. All right.
1: Pablo Schreiber is a great bad guy. So he's the first bad guy. And by the way, I love this too. They don't like I, I was like, how are they gonna develop him? You could tell he was a bad guy. And I was like, You knew it in the do? first ten seconds. And they were he was like, we're guy. gonna and we're gonna kill him quick. Yes. But I think he is uh, I've seen him in a bunch of different things as, as a bad guy. Yeah. I think he's a great bad guy. He's got Orange that sort of black. sleazy look. He's he's Liv Schreiber's half brother, I believe. But he is a gr- I love him. He is he's actually good. But um this whole thing with him, you know, I'm sorry I had to do this. It's like, <laughs> why didn't you just give him the tablet? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think one, he's a great
0: bad guy. One of my notes was, I love how you could tell right away that the Rocks business cohort was going to be a bad yeah. guy. Like yeah. well, you just how, knew right away.
1: And how about the ba- bad guy who who was on the rich guy's staff, who was sort of this sleaze bag? Yeah. And like, you knew immediately, oh, that guy's going to die a bad death.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, the fake insurance inspector yes. guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was just—it was a
1: cartoon. He yeah. was like a cartoon bad guy. I wrote like, down
2: what a character turned from that weenie insurance guy. That like that—I had no idea that guy was going to be a bad guy. And I don't think his his character was even like necessary, really.
0: I could tell right away. He, yeah. Well, you—I think in these movies you always need like two or three different twists, yeah. right? Yeah. You need to know. You need to know who's helping set this up from the inside. Who's making it work?
2: All right, Dex. All right. I think actually my main takeaway from this movie, and I was going to lead with this uh, before we went down a different path, but my statement is, is there a better couple to keep children alive and overcome murder and adversity more than The Rock and Nev Campbell? (laughs) Like The Rock, the big, you know, Hulk of a man and can beat up anybody. And then you have Nev Campbell who, you know, was in like five screams and like was able to get away from murderers. And now you put these two together in, in charge of children. This might be legitimately low key, by the way, one of the best power couples to keep children away from murder and adversity. I actually thought these two played each other really well. Yeah. You know, Nev's Campbell, like, isn't really featured that much. She could have been used more, I guess, but it I kind of works. Like, it, it works uh, to this point. So I, I thought it was really funny that you had, you know, the Scream Queen Nev Campbell and then The Rock being the big guy that he is. It actually works, makes a lot of sense. I'd feel very safe in, the, in their arms.
0: I also, I really like the callback at the end of the movie where she just like resets the iPad or resets the, she, she turns. Oh, I turned it's it, all callbacks. I turned it. Yeah. I turned it there off. There's like and eight
1: callbacks. Yeah. It's yeah, incredible. That film is filled with callbacks.
0: Yeah. They were planting seeds in the first like Everything minutes. they did
1: was, was then revisited at some point towards the end. There's no question about it.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were back to The Rock and Nev Campbell where they really worked together when the fire had sort of like cut the building in half. And they lay that really rickety two by four.
1: <laughs> He's holding across. the bridge.
0: Oh, He's oh, holding oh. the bridge. I can't, <laughs> I can't hold it much longer. And she gets over to the other side and you're like, oh, okay, now she's just gonna like be with the kids and they're gonna find a way out that way. It's like, no, no, now she's gonna like put a kid on her back and walk yep. back across the And it's gonna of course it's gonna start to break. <laughs> the bridge is going,
1: yeah. I can't hold I can't it. Hold it.
0: <laughs> the bridge is out. The bridge is out. Okay, I think I think I have answered one of my own questions from the beginning of our of our session here. And then I just, I don't know. I love the rock. I've been a fan of the rock since 1997 when he came into the WWF and I was a big wrestling fan and he was my favorite wrestler. And then when he starts doing movies, it's like, Oh, this is really cool. The rock is like a B level actor. And then the rock becomes an a level actor and he's like a billionaire. And so it's been fun for for 25 years following this guy that, you know, if you're a diehard wrestling fan, But I just kind of wonder, like, why don't I feel a connection to him in some of these movies like I do with Arnold or like Bruce Willis in Die Hard? Where you really like you're like, oh, really invested in what happens to them. I just and I think I know why. I think he lacks a certain charisma in these movies that he has as a wrestler. Hmm. And my statement is he needs a catchphrase or two. Can you guys tell me one Dwayne Johnson catchphrase in an action movie?
2: Mm. I can, but Declan might know one. No, I mean, that was going to be one of my statements, but I love his cheesy line on duct tape in this movie. Duct tape can fix it. Nothing can. Like he gave that you, like, you, easy you, one. Need, you need more duct tape. You need more duct tape. Yeah, whatever yeah, it, the hell it was. But Phil's right.
1: It's not very convincing. Like, swar- uh-uh. Like. Schwarzenegger I'll partially be back. because back. Get and to the, the accent choppa, right the the, the, the accent's is huge out. right but uh, but like the the accent's enormous.
0: Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah.
1: But you're right. Like I, I I know exactly what you're saying.
0: Bruce Willis, yippee ki yay. Like there's the si- there's the signature. Yeah, it's it's yeah. always corny, but like you, you need your action star to have that cheeky but sort of that corny ass line that drives it home.
1: Cor- it's corny with them, but more believable if that makes sense.
0: And, dude, in wrestling, The Rock had all sorts of corny th- – this was this is how The Rock made his name. It was, it was you know, take that shoe, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass. It was, if you smile
2: – like, everything he did was yeah, catchphrases. An and entire, that's what got him over with the audience. I like it. There's an entire brand called SmackDown, which is basically a Rock catchphrase to lay the SmackDown on your candy ass. Yep. Like, yep. They, they built an entire – Wrestling show that's been on for twenty year twenty plus years now. Off the Rock's catchphrase:
0: "Gonna lay the smackdown on your candy ass." Like, the, yes, they've built empires and franchises off of his catchphrase. It's amazing. The bra—he called himself the Brahma Bull, yeah. and the Brahma Bull now has a brand like the the Bull brand that you see with Under Armour, right? Like every everything that he did was a catchphrase. So the I'm just saying, saying, the Rock Aldo, needs a catchphrase in these movies.
2: His eyebrow, hmm. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You're right. It's kind of yeah, but the duck
1: but the duct tape line was like an attempt, and it just fell sort of flat
2: it it was funny. It was precarious. right, but yeah, it just it fell was...
1: flat compared to what Phil's talking about.
0: yeah like yeah. a true yeah there's just something a little something a little uh a oh, one, generic Phil. about it, so all right Judd, uh, any other statements from you guys here Oh uh, yes
1: yes. Um, this is a criticism not just of this film but of a lot of films now. Can we go back to old school choreographed fighting scenes? I feel like a lot of these films that we watch now, they're choreographed really, really strongly. But they're always done sort of like fast and in the dark. And so you can't really see the fight. I mean, it's very clear that they're avoiding because to go back to the old school films, those fights were choreographed. But we saw more and they looked they looked more believable, in my opinion. I feel like now it's guys wrestling and punching, but you're just seeing bang bang, you know, and and so you don't get the you don't get the meat. I want the meat of the
0: fight. And by the way, dude, Pablo is like six foot five. He's a big dude. You got the Rock. That would have been yeah. a formidable. Just put those guys in a freaking ring and let those guys go to town. But they want So the, I was reading about that fight scene. It took them like five days to film the fight scene because they wanted it to feel huge, and they wanted the room to get destroyed. And they wanted it to be, you know, two guys with army backgrounds going back. It was actually, a pr- I thought it was a pretty good fight scene. Actually, the knife through the grill grate and stuff, like yeah,
1: that one was okay. But I mean, I'm just saying. Then, as as we we got the fights in the tower, I felt like those were just done really quickly and like mm-hmm. bang, 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 instead of like a good old fashioned fight scene.
0: What about the, speaking of fight scenes and callbacks? What about the the mirror room? That's How so would awesome. you guys feel? Kind of a kind of a random. Like why? I, I one can't more like thing. It, I'm behind you, yeah. I'm behind. you. Boom.
2: You, See, you that, know what? though? That would have been that's a great a opportunity for a catchphrase. That, but it I was wasn't. just gonna say, "I'm it, behind
0: you" is not a catchphrase. They needed cor- something else. You know what? You did that, was that was the moment. That was the moment, and it you did. nailed
1: it. Because because mm-hmm. Arnold would have nailed that moment.
0: Yes, that you're the so moment. right. That is the moment. And and I don't know what I, I don't know what you would have you would have maybe had to find a different trope or something. Because but I'll be back. Or right. Yippie ki yay yeah. right? Like, those yeah. get you. i feel I'm like behind you. I get why right. he
2: wanted to shed so much of his wrestling persona into his acting. I feel like what probably should have happened is he takes one of those ones we just talked about, you know, just bring it. Lay in the smack down in your just candy ass. Just bring yes. it. Oh, my God. He, he, should has have, so many. He, he should have just taken one of them and used it in his movies. And that's yeah. totally okay, man just
0: bring it and then he does bring it
2: he does the yes you imagine if he did that i would have nerded out so hard if he did that
0: you know what actually you know what it should be it should be what's the other one where he uh it doesn't matter
2: it doesn't matter what he
0: literally has like 11 wrestling catchphrases where he'll say hey uh judd um yeah what uh what do you think about the vikings chances to win this sunday well i think it doesn't Doesn't matter matter what what you you think
2: (laughs) yeah i love it. so
0: much charisma (laughs) just All right, Dex, any final statements from you?
2: Uh, no, I, I, we briefly talked on it, but uh, I just love the importance of duct tape in this movie. Not just his cheesy-ass yeah. line, but the fact he uses it to scale an entire width of a skyscraper building <laughs> is pretty effing hilarious. While well, well, yeah, hanging by his nails. Wounds. yeah.
1: <laughs> that, that jump he takes from the crane into the building.
0: Pretty or, impressive.
1: Or he catches it, he catches it. And then I will say this. My palms sweated about five times on those high scenes where they they would show him looking down at the ground. Like, my palms got sweaty. I was like, I can't take that.
0: And actually, you know what? Now that I remember, because he went and did, like, the fan thing, and then he had to jump back, I think his – I thought that he tied the rope to his prosthetic leg. I think it was just as he was, like, as he jumped and then he grabs the rope, his foot slid into the rope. And it was just sort of luck, so sorry, sorry uh, Dwayne, it wasn't your fault. Oh. But yeah, duct- I, I did have a note that Duct Tape is the real MVP of this movie, <laughs> so I'm glad we touched on Duct Tape. Uh, okay, it's time for the definitive villain rankings here, and I have, so we rebooted Action Movie Rewind last year. I should just, I should combine these lists actually, because we do have like 55 or 60 villains ranked. I have like 15 of them here because we've done 15 since the reboot right but uh, it's a 1 through 10 scale and the criteria is how iconic ruthless and charismatic is the villain and the villain in this case is Coris Batha the the terrorist guy so the only perfect 10 that we've given out in the rebooted version of action movie rewind is Cyrus the virus from Conair caster Troy from face off is a 9 And then uh, four others above a 7, Dom Toretto in the original Fast and the Furious, the Aliens from Independence Day, Chong Lee from Bloodsport, and Surfer Bodhi from Point Break. The worst, and I have a feeling we might be flirting with this here for this one, the worst ones are the the British car-loving gangster in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, that's a 1.3, Reyes in Fast 5, a 2.7, and Arturo Braga from Fast 4, a 3.3. Tied with Senator Trent from Hard Hill at a 3.3. So, iconic, ruthless, charismatic as the three criteria, Judd. How would you rate?
1: Coriz Batha. Um, well, he was, in my opinion, pretty meaningless. Like, he didn't yep. really have that big a role. I'd give him a two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd give him a two. It's a one or a two. I I mean, it again, you know what? It, It very much falls in line with the British uh The car, car loving gangster, lover, yeah, gangster. Yeah, just, just a it's random. Just it's just we gotta pick a bad guy. So let's yeah. just, just have this guy. So two.
2: And that, one. but that's another thing that oh, it's a one for Dex. One. It, it he's completely He's not really even in this movie that much. Yeah. He, do, he does nothing for me. He's completely forgettable. It's a one. He has he has no impact.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a one for me. It's a it's a one for me, and I think. That's another thing that makes Die Hard stand out is that oh god the terrorist was one of the best characters in the movie. Like, Get yes. me my yeah. detonators, Get right? He was just <laughs> iconic. So yeah, iconic. It's a zero or a one. Ruthless, I guess. Whatever. Like he's ruthless, uh, charismatic. No. Plus we so.
1: plus we still don't really like. The plot of what he was doing was so
0: dumb. Yeah, like he wanted like, some money, or just some,
1: go get your hard drive or your uh, uh, disk or whatever the hell that thing was, and get out of there.
0: Yeah, just just pipe down, guy. Basically, uh, also I, the uh, the unrated ones here that we didn't that we yeah. didn't have a ranking for are the personal demons from Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, and Days of Thunder. So so basically, any Tom Cruise movie, he, he doesn't have. There's no villain apparently. There's just the personal demons he's battling. And so now we get to the uh, 1 through 10 rating here, the entertainment value of this movie on a 1 to 10 scale. Con Air is the most entertaining action movie we have in our reboot, 9.7. Top Gun Maverick, a 9.3. Independence Day, 8.7. The Fast and the Furious, 8.5. Uh, the worst ones are Hard to Kill, Fast and Furious 4, Gone in 60 Seconds, and Days of Thunder, all of 5 or below. So, this film had
1: some key components to it. The pace was fantastic mm-hmm. they They sacrificed storyline for pace, and I love that. It might not have made sense, but the action was uh damn good i mean I'm gonna give it a seven. I thought mm-hmm. it was entertaining, like like you've got to buy in. so like if you're like, "Well, this makes no sense, it sucks. that's fine. But in that amount of time, they jammed a ton of action in. It was entertaining in that sense. I mean, the film wasn't good, but who
2: cares? So, seven. It's a seven for me as well. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I would stop and watch a couple scenes if this was on the hotel TV, yeah. if uh, yeah. you know, you're trying to kill some time, which is my, my criteria for stopping and watching. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how these newer action movies, like I probably give more the benefit of the doubt of a movie that was made in 2018, where when we've done Seagal films and, Older Salon films like I just have a tougher time gravitating towards them, and I think, and I think that's a generational thing, to be honest. Um, so it's funny how that kind of works out because I mean, in general, is Skyscraper a good movie? No, but did I, but did, but did I actually enjoy this film? Yeah. I did, so it's a seven out of ten.
0: Yeah, it's I want, I wanted more, it's a six for me. Okay. I don't hate it. I definitely, I love The Rock enough, and I, it's it's a theatrical sort of mm-hmm. fun you know, campy movie, so I, I'll i stop on it. It's not a train wreck, but it's a six for me. I wanted some more, didn't get it. It's fine. So that makes it a 6.7 collectively for us. By the way, the, the villain was a 1.3, tying it with the British car-loving gangster for the worst villain. Uh, this is a 6.7, tying it with Twister, just below the halfway point, just below Fast Five, tied with Twister, and just ahead of Bloodsport, Too Fast, Too Furious, and Robocop. So Oh
1: God, Robocop.
0: You RoboCop. Go. That scene in Robocop where the Robocop murders <laughs> murders that corporate guy. It's glorious. That's the stupidest thing. So all right, boys, oh. for next week, as we make our tour, we kind of rotate around rom coms, sports movies, action movies. It is fourth of July weekend next weekend. And so I think we should do something American. And I've been pushing this movie on you guys for two or three years. It's a star-studded cast, Michael J. Fox, you got uh, Michael Douglas, Annette Bening, the American President rom-com from 1995, mm. a so hit at the box drama. office.
2: Is this more of a rom-com?
0: It's a, it's a rom-com dram. Okay. A rom-com dram, I would okay. say. Okay. Let's give it a shot. You guys can clown me and dunk on me all you want late next week if this movie is not up to standards. But I think there's enough fodder here and enough of a cast, so where we can uh, make it happen.
2: Is this one of your, like your favorite movies? Then is this like a this one of your favorite movies you've seen before? I've seen
0: this movie before, and mm-hmm. I think I think it would be good for these purposes. I get yes, you. Okay. and it was also uh, a a big blockbuster hit because of the cast in the yeah. 1990s. So. Let's give it a shot. Rob Reiner you film. You guys can clown the hell out of me if you want. It is a Rob Reiner film. Yes. And exactly. then uh, we'll see what happens. So the American president. It's free on YouTube.
2: Week. Good to know. Free on YouTube, by the way.
0: There you go. Merry Christmas. Really? Yep.
2: Hmm, okay. I'll call
0: forward, I'll help you set it up.
2: No, thanks.
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'll pay for it. You'll figure it out? Okay.
2: If you smell
1: what the rock is cooking.